Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Connection Talks. I'm Julia, your host, and today I have Tamara with me. Tamara is a yoga teacher at Inda Yoga, and I met her for the first time a month ago. And it was at a yoga event at Inda Yoga where we met up with uh, several other yoga teachers who, yeah, who just newly become, uh, became yoga teachers. And we had different conversation and discussions about um, what it's like to be a yoga teacher and what you can experience in, yeah, in the field, in that field. And uh, yeah, Tamara really sparked my interest when she shared really openly and honestly about, um, about um, her feelings and thoughts around teaching classes and how she feels every time uh, before teaching. And I just want, wanted her to come on the show and share her experience as a yoga teacher because I think it has a lot of value to other yoga teachers. And yeah, I, I also want her to just share her approach, um, her yoga approach, um, because I also went to a, one of her classes back in December. It was a gentle flow class and I loved it. I, I walked out of that class feeling so sparked and so joyful and so calm and peaceful. And, and I was just, yeah, I felt really clear. My mind was really clear. And uh, yeah, so hi, Tamara. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah. And thank you for all the kind words. Thank you. Well, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to have you here today. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, um, could you please introduce yourself a little bit more for the audience? Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm from Croatia, from Split originally, and I moved to Norway to study and it's been maybe six years now. Um, and then I met my boyfriend and I've decided to move here. So I've been living in Norway for some time now. Um, I've started my yoga journey in Norway, uh, even though my mom is a yoga teacher and I had a lot of, uh, uh, like I was in touch with yoga even before, uh, but here in Norway is when yoga sparked for me and uh, I took my teacher training in 2018 and um, here I am now teaching uh, several classes a week, uh, mostly in Inda Yoga. And I just got actually a job with the Yoga Key uh, studio here in Oslo, and I'm teaching their course for uh, men. Okay. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's been an experience as well. Yeah. Is that something new? Yeah, it is actually. Uh, I've, uh, I've started last week, and um, it's uh, every Thursday and uh and it's it's quite a challenge i have to say i uh, when i heard yoga for men for stiff men um i assumed that the men would be maybe in their 30s 40s relatively active just not uh stretching enough yeah but um i had a bit older um audience and um and i have uh, a lot to think about how to uh, approach the class it's oh, wow. uh, quite a challenge yeah and oh. I mean it's fun it's fun to to try to figure out ways how to make something 
approachable for more people. Yeah. Wow. And how do you <clears throat> how do you plan for those classes, or what what do you teach in those classes? Well, I teach. Well, I always want to teach body awareness because I think if you start with body awareness, then the person, the student can take responsibility during the class to what they're doing throughout the class. So I always tell my students that no matter what I uh, say or show, if it doesn't feel right to you, you don't have to do it. Mm. And in order to not do it, and in order to find a way to adjust the movement or the pose for themselves, they need to be aware of their body. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's what I'm teaching uh, in all my classes, but uh, specifically for the men, um, it's, it's a class that's mostly uh, on the floor. Uh, mostly on their back. I did some seated exercises. Uh, and now I realized that that maybe that wasn't the best choice for that group because I saw that they were struggling to sit even. Okay. So when yeah. you can't even sit comfortably, how can you do yoga? How can you do any movement at all? So now uh, for this next class, I'm uh, going to figure out ways to do it uh, mostly on the back and then on all fours and then we just work with the simple sun salutation slightly adjusted to um, to them yeah how do you feel teaching those classes it's um it's rewarding mm. i my favorite thing uh to hear after a class is that my students feel relaxed Good. and that's all I want to achieve. I want people to relax because we, we are constantly doing something, working, uh, being exposed to so many uh, stimuli around and uh, people don't even realize that they're not um, calm. Yeah. And uh, if I can give that to them in that one hour, It's, it's a job well done for me. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. I love that. And, and I also love that you, that you say your focus is body awareness to teach body awareness, because I think uh, getting more in tune or in contact with your body is also where you can set more boundaries for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that is, yeah, the first and foremost, most important thing. Yeah, for a person to, to, to learn. Definitely. Yeah, this is beautiful. And uh, well, now that we're on the topic uh, of getting more in contact or in tune um, with yourself, um, yeah, do you have do you have different practices of like? in your everyday life other than like yoga off the mat yoga so off the mat. so i mean other ways in everyday life where yeah. you can kind of um remind yourself or 
just get more in contact with yeah. yourself. So obviously yoga can be a powerful tool in your everyday life to handle issues, but sometimes we need uh, more help than yoga can provide. And, um, and I mean, there's a lot of like self-care topic is very popular now. And I mean, because it's, it's important. And, um, but when we talk about self-care, you, people usually start thinking about maybe beauty and uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I love that for sure. But self-care can also be um, therapy. And I'm a big, um, uh, how do you call it? I'm a big advocate for therapy. Um, mm. No matter what your issues are, I think everybody needs somebody to talk to about whatever is on their mind. And that person cannot be their friend, cannot be somebody they know. It needs to be a judgment-free uh, place. And I feel like that's, that's my yoga off the mat. Like um, uh, investing in, uh, in helping myself. Mm. I really like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's a big, um, uh, like people are scared of that word and it's very, uh, I guess a bit frowned upon, but uh, it's, I mean, people do do that, do what I do, or most people do in therapy every day. They just do it with their friends, but then their friends, like, uh, they take all their energy in, their friends can uh, be judgmental, their friends come from a very different place than a therapist does, and that's the that's the the therapist is gonna make you face your crap and that's mm. important to have somebody to do that and uh, once you can have somebody work with you in that way then you can apply it in your yoga practice much better I feel to mm. so feel like yoga and therapy go very hand in hand absolutely and i've i i call yoga my therapy as well so it's it's a, it's it's a different form of therapy but you have to be willing to do the work hmm. and as you say that it's it's therapy and um and work what comes to my mind is that it's an exploration of of your thoughts and feelings absolutely yeah and that yeah that's so important yeah once you start understanding yourself better you feel much more confident in uh, setting boundaries and just treating yourself better i guess Mm. yeah and that's why I talk, um, that's why I like to talk on Instagram about um, issues. So I, I don't want to be another account that's going to spread positivity, talk about good vibes, and uh, 
just post pictures with um, one sentence beneath. I actually want to talk about something that I uh, feel is very important uh, for people to know. Mm. And once I've started sharing, people have come to me and saying that that they feel the same way and that they appreciate me talking about it. So sharing what's on your mind is very, uh, can be very therapeutical. It's very yeah. important. But how do you feel after you've posted it or after you've shared? It's a, it's a mix of relief and uh, anxiety. Um, it's a relief because I've, it, I don't want to, I have so many things going on in my head. It's, it's difficult to hold on to them. And uh, so in a way that that's like, I love that um, release that it gives me. Uh, I love the connection that it can form. But it also, I mean, you expose yourself in a very vulnerable way. And that's very scary. So it's definitely a mix of good and bad. But I think it's, it's really important what you're doing and that I think it's also really brave. Uh, but yeah, very important because, because I think it, yeah. How can I say this? Well, to me, it makes me relate to you and understand that I'm not alone yeah. in those um, feelings and those thoughts so that we, we, share the, we share kind of a similar experience. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I mm. think the same way. I, I want to connect with people who I can relate to uh, who people who are not scared to be vulnerable, mm -hmm. who are not scared to, to say what's on their mind. Um, yeah, people who cut through bullshit. Yeah. And I can admire that and relate to that. Because mm. I think when we don't share about our experience then we kind of we become separated from each other yeah and definitely. we don't understand each other and and we think we're yeah. alone yeah and we think we're alone yeah. that's uh I've, I've i've i mean we've talked about this before but you've talked also about uh feeling alone not finding your not being able to find your own community and that's that's a hard thing to do today in today's world unless you fit into a certain box it it's gonna seem like a struggle but once you find those people that are uh, like-minded that they don't necessarily have to have the same issues but they're just not afraid of talking about them and uh, finding that group of people is 
so important and can be so therapeutic as well. And, um, but you can't find those people unless you start talking. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, there's going to be people who are going to dismiss you, who who are going to judge you, but I mean, that's life. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that's how you figure out who you match with. Exactly. Exactly. And who, yeah. Yeah. And if your boundaries are very strong and clear, then those people will not bother you anymore. Hmm. Yeah, and once you have your your safe space with a couple of people also yeah. who are like-minded, then yeah. you can feel at peace. Yeah. When when did you start um, becoming such an advocate for for therapy? Well, since I've uh, started going to, like that's when I started being a loud adv- advocate for it. And that's, it's been now a bit more than a year, but I've never had any issues with therapy before. I've, um, I went to therapy when I was in high school briefly, which is so weird because I don't really remember much of it, but um but yeah, but now since I've been doing it uh, as a grown-up, I guess, um, I've, I've realized how important it is and I, I need to share it with people. I, need, I want people to feel better, not to be in pain every day. And if I find a way to relieve a bit of that pain, I will share it. I will shout it to everybody who will listen. Yeah. Uh, and that's also my approach to uh, teaching yoga, I guess. Um, if I can give those people one hour where they can feel safe, not judged, um, not even touched, um, where they can... Uh, just be who they are, practice any way they want to practice and ultimately relax, then that's, yeah, job well done again. Mm. I think that everything that you just talked about now is something that I want to gain more in my life Mm. because the therapy that I went for for three and a half years didn't actually work that well for me. And I'm still here and I'm really in a really confused state where I'm trying to seek the best help for me and I don't know where to go and where to look. Um, I guess that, I mean, that usually is a problem that people have with therapy is first of all that that step you take to um, ask for that help is huge and uh, it can be very difficult for a lot of people like they feel like maybe they've put a lot of energy into that 
and then if they don't pair well with the therapist they have no more energy to mm. uh, do anything about it to to try to seek somebody else mm. and uh, and that's when they give up and they think that therapy is not for them or uh, therapy doesn't help or anything like that and uh, i mean it's like uh, finding people in your life uh, your friends your partner you just don't connect with the first person that you meet on the way right it takes a lot of time and energy to to find those people that um that they can understand you and they feel safe so it's the same thing with therapists and with therapists i feel it's even it's even more difficult because you're supposed to be able to to say your deepest darkest secret like the things that nobody nobody but you yeah. knows like you things so dark that your partner doesn't know your parents don't know like nobody knows and in order to be able to to say that out loud you've got to have somebody who's on your side who can hold space and uh, be judgment free yeah um I, and i didn't have that yeah i didn't dare to tell the things that yeah the the deepest the darkest the most fearful places inside of me i, I didn't dare to share that with my therapist yeah at the moment and then that's when therapy doesn't work exactly when you so hold back yeah that's when it's not really therapy no so connection has to be there absolutely if it's not then quit and find somewhere else yeah. like find a another therapist yeah. and i think that's where i gave up i felt really hopeless mm. uh and yeah just really yeah in this state of of desperation and and hopelessness but I, i i still continued to go there for three and a half years <laughs> although like after half a year or a year i i felt like this is not really for me mm-hmm. but then i didn't know where else to go because i had tried um another place called um Mudumbad, which is this um trauma where they treat yeah trauma P- ptsd trauma mm-hmm. okay. place and and they said no no you you can't get any treatment here because you don't qualify Qualif- yeah uh, and then they sent me to this other place yeah. but i still i'm i'm here and i still struggle with loneliness depression anxiety especially anxiety which is a big part of my life mm-hmm. um and yeah so I'm, i'm still in the search yeah for it yeah i cannot even imagine how difficult it must be to have all these feelings and not being able to find the right person to talk to because i feel like i have found the right person 
but I still have the same feelings. It's it, they mm. don't just magically go away once you start therapy. That's mm. the problem. But uh, I feel I feel supported, mm. and that's what keeps me going through. Um, and I've also been uh, I I usually like. I'm in between uh, depression uh, periods and anxiety periods. And, uh, and lately, well, it's been some time now that I've been in the anxious uh, period of my life. And like the irony is that it, I feel like it's getting worse these days. Um, like in the past month, I, I feel like it's been getting worse. And I know where it comes from, which makes it all extremely ironic. It comes from me increasing my teachings. And um, increasing your classes? Yeah. yeah okay. The, the, the offerings of my... Okay. So, so, you, you, so you see where it like where it comes from exactly yeah and I, I I was hoping that it wasn't that because it started right after I I got sick with this stomach bug uh, I think it was in October or something and uh, caused a lot of nausea and then after I got better the nausea didn't go away and I kept mm. thinking oh, maybe I'm still sick maybe there's something wrong in that way maybe i'm deficient in i don't know some vitamins iron whatever and then i started going to doctors <laughs> to try to like um, figure out what was wrong everything was fine all my tests came back fine and i suspected i mean i had a feeling that it was from teaching yoga but <sighs> who wants to admit that as a yoga teacher that the thing that uh, makes me happy, that makes uh, me earn money, is causing me pain. Mm. But I had this, uh, so I was hoping that it would maybe go away and the holidays were approaching and I had th three weeks free with my family and I thought this is going to be my time to recover. And when I come back, it's it's going to get better. It's uh, going to go back to where it was before the, where my anxiety would show maybe the day before or uh, the morning, if my class was very late and it would just go like that throughout, throughout uh, my days. But then, so I went to the holiday and it was funny because the very next day, that I woke up, everything was gone. All my anxious feelings were gone. I felt perfect. I felt uh, light. I felt like I had no issues on my mind whatsoever. And uh, it made me happy. It made me hopeful, actually, that, okay, so I've gotten better now. It's going to stay. And then I came back to Norway and I came back on a, on a Friday. So 
again, I got sick. So I was sick on a Saturday, on a Sunday. And then on Monday, I got better. The, the new week has started. I'm going to start teaching that week. And all the anxious feelings came back again. So now I am 100% sure that my nausea is from uh, teaching yoga. And it's not a very good feeling to have because it's, it's constant. I feel nauseous all the time and it prevents me from eating. Uh, it prevents me from sleeping and uh, it, it just it decreases the quality of my everyday life uh, I have no energy to uh, meet with people and to do things mm. uh, because like every relaxed or less anxious moment that I get I just want to savor it I just want to be at home and enjoy that feeling because usually that means that I can finally eat something normal and just, mm. yeah, have a little moment of relaxation. But what do you think it means So you feel that anxious? I, I think it means two things. First, obviously, this means a lot to me me teaching, me offering something that can help people. Like I really, uh, that, that's really my goal here, to help people, not to perform in front of people, not to give them a good physical class. I actually want to help people. And that's scary. Um, because Why? I... I don't want to cause anybody any any pain. I don't want to be um, the cause of any issue that the person might get in that class. And I know that that's a lot of responsibility that I've put on myself. I'm just a yoga yeah. teacher. I'm not a I'm not a doctor. Uh, I'm not a, a psychologist or whatever. But people struggle all the time and that that's that one hour of yoga is the only break they're going to get in their lives and i want to make that a very uh, very important experience for them and the more i teach you know people tell you the more you teach uh, it's going to get better yeah the more I teach, the more I understand the impact that I can have on people and the more my anxiety increases. But in what way can you, imp in what way do you impact people, your students? Helping them with uh, self-awareness, being aware of their body, being aware of their mind, being aware of how those two can connect, uh, being aware that it's possible to find some calmness in the day, being aware of how 
they've gotten to that calmness, being aware that there are places where you can feel safe. So just being aware of so many things. And uh, once we, and I speak about this from my personal experience, the more I become aware of the things in me, the things around me, the more vulnerable I get, the more exposed I feel, the more, yeah, it just has this strong impact on, on myself and how I live. And I assume that some of that, at least somebody that comes to my class might have a similar experience as me. And I just feel like it's my responsibility to make that experience feel good. And in order to feel good, it has to be safe, non-judgmental, and so many things that go along with feeling of good, I guess. And um, yeah, that's the impact that I'm talking about. Uh, impact that you can shake up person's uh, whole being. Mm. And I don't want to shake it in a wrong way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get that. But still, I would think that what you do or how you teach even though it's just focusing on the breath or just your students would benefit from it but it sounds to me like like I'm overthinking no like you want it to be very very good yeah yeah. But I think that's where the pressure or yeah. the anxiety comes. So, well, what I want for you now that we are talking about this is how you could feel less anxious or how you could, um, well, I know, or take some pressure off. Mm. I, I, I know where this anxiety uh, or this type of anxiety comes from. I, I, it usually comes from from your childhood basically and mm. uh, this is the way that this is the society that i've been raised in where it's all about competition it's all about performing extremely well and uh, like my, my boyfriend can can vouch for this like this this is who i am like when he spends time with my family he says that he understands where all of this comes from and I have a great family. I have great parents. But that doesn't mean that I've, uh, that all the traits that I've got uh, from them were, are, are good for me right now. Yeah. So what it, they did to me back then was allow me to have good grades, to be successful, to go to college and so on and so on but they brought a lot of other things as well. Um, me being afraid of like, not even failure, but me being afraid of trying 
if if I can sense that I'm not going to be good enough. And this is actually one of the reasons why I chose yoga in the first place, because I was a dancer before. And when I was trying to find something to, um, to do with my body, and I knew that I wanted to go into the communities, so not work out at home, mm. I needed to find something that I know that I can do. And that was yoga because I knew that it was going to be like following a choreography. Um, I have a relatively flexible body. So I knew that I could perform well. And, uh, and that was important to me. And it still is, which is why anxiety is so strong still. But this is what I'm working uh, through in therapy and this is what i'm working through with myself uh as well but uh, yeah it uh it's 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 this huge fear of letting people down i guess mm. yeah and uh, it's easy to say you don't have to do that much. It's not your responsibility. And I get that. It's people yeah, always. It's not about that. Yeah. I know that. But this is something that it's, that's engraved in me. And it takes time. It takes to, time. Uh, yeah. Decondition or let. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Of, of the, those learned behaviors yeah. or thoughts yeah but i really admire the work that you do on yourself and and in therapy and that you share it with others for them to become more aware yeah i feel like mm. i could make more impact like that I could make people at least think about it for a moment. I feel like a lot of people uh, think that if they don't think about the problem, if they don't talk about the problem, the problem will go away. Mm. But it never really <laughs> does. Like yeah. that. But once you start uh, bringing that problem out on the surface, you can start the process of healing. And I guess that's what you're doing with sharing Absolutely. about it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That uh, is your healing journey. Yeah. I, I really admire that. And I am really inspired by it because that's something that I want to do myself. And I think that's also why I started Connection Talks mm. to have these conversations where we share about our personal experience with each other. And in doing so, we become more aware of what's bugging us. Yeah. And, and then with time, it will be easier to let go of it 
or not no not let go of it but embrace it embrace it yeah. befriend it and 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 be with it and and create more space for it exactly create more loving space and safety yeah and i also believe that talking about this really helps with uh realizing what kind of people you want in your life so you just don't go out looking for friends and taking whoever is on the way mm. but you get really um, critical of who you let in your life yeah i think with that said that we will start to finish off the conversation and i would love to have you on some other time oh i have so much to share <laughs> yeah and before we um, close today's conversation i would like for you to share a little bit about your offerings your current offerings so i teach at uh, inda yoga and uh, uh, i have two set classes thursdays uh, afternoon and saturday in the morning and all my classes are um, open to everybody basically um so in my class you're gonna work on getting to know yourself and getting comfortable with yourself i don't do any um crazy poses or talk about strange things and um I post all my schedules on my Instagram, which is uh, my name, Tamara, uh, N-O-R-D, yoga, Noor Yoga. Yeah, Yeah, I will also post it yeah. uh, below in the episode. Yeah. And then I, I saw on your Instagram that you're also um, oh, yeah. offering um, a workshop yes, series. Yeah, uh, my friend, my colleague, Johanna, and I have prepared a uh, series of four workshops for women. It's called the Goddess Series. Um, so each workshop is focused around a different goddess and the, the content of the, of the uh, workshop will be around what that goddess uh, represents. So there's gonna be uh, breathing exercises, uh, asana class, uh, discussions, um music chanting lots of different different things and in all four workshops there's going to be a different type of an uh asana class so there's going to be a power flow in one yin practice there's going to be like an intuitive gentle slow flow and uh, restorative practice as well oh Oh, that sounds so nice (laughs) And for how long does each uh, workshop last? Oh, two and a half hours. And they're going to be okay. on Sundays from 1.30 to 4. Okay. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Okay, everyone. This is Connection Talks. Um, hit like or follow on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you're tuning in from. And I'm looking forward to see you all for you to tune in in the next episodes. Bye.